The views and opinions of the following show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of News Talk 1450 WOL, Radio 1 Incorporated, or their management. Is the Uncle Devin's show? Come on, Uncle Devin's show. Do you want to have some fun? Yeah, yeah. You want to learn something too? Yes, we do. Now, this is what you do. Tune in to That's right. We want to have some fun. We want to learn something too. Welcome to another edition of the Uncle Devin show here on WOL 1450 AM, part of the Radio One Network. And it is an honor and a, ble- a blessing to be able to come back to you today. And we're going to have a wonderful show today. A wonderful show today. But before I get started with that, let me uh, re- let the audience know that this show is dedicated. It's one of the first shows in the history of Radio 1 that focuses specifically on the importance that music and art plays in a child's development. And what you can do to take back control of your children's music listening experience. In fact, and you can t- pop that down, Alonzo. Good morning to you. Uh, good afternoon, I guess, Alonzo. Yeah. Um, but And also, the show is dedicated to eradicating what I call music adultification. That's where we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of age-appropriate music that is uh, toward their development. So this show is for you. And... Um, and, and toward that end, if you are ever driving around and you have little ones in the car or around you and you're listening to your music and then one of your songs come on and you love it, but you got to run and turn the, the radio down because you know you don't want your children listening to some of the music that you're listening to. Um, and, you know, you just like, wow, I mean, I want to share music with my children, but I don't know how. Well, you can uh, go to the station of one of our sponsors. I am We Nation Radio. I Am We Nation Radio is the first 24-7 online children's music radio station with an urban twist. Uh, we provide children's music beyond the status quo. Generally, children's music falls uh, caters to the dominant culture. But this station, you hear music of all types of genres, from hip-hop, from jazz, R&B, go-go, reggae, uh, world music, and more. So just go to IamWeNation.com. That's IamWeNation with two E's dot com. And you can... Listen in. Well, it's going to be a wonderful day, I guess. Uh, maybe I can even say it's going to be a wonderful day in my neighborhood uh, because today's show is going to be dedicated to uh, focusing on Mr. Rogers. Um, coming up at the, in the second half of the show, I am honored to have seven-time Grammy Award-winning uh, um, duo, uh, Miss Marilyn McCoo and Mr. Billy Davis Jr. that will be calling in. Uh, to talk to us about their illustrious career and their participation in a Mr. Rogers Thank You uh, tribute CD. Um, and that's going to be coming up in the second half of the show, so don't go anywhere. We're going to be we, we're going to be bringing them to you in just a minute, and I just can't wait because I, uh, you know, from the, the times that they work with the Fifth, fifth Dimension and uh, the number of hits from You Don't Have to Be a Star to be in my show. If, if I sing it, is that also royalty? Do I have to pay royalties if I sing their song? I don't know, but I'm, I'm not going to try to sing it. Um, but of course, you know, the dawning of the age of Aquarius and more. So we're going to be talking with them in a minute, but right now, 
I'm glad to welcome back my good friend, um, a phenomenal artist and just a a great human, a humanitarian himself, uh, Josek. I always mispronounce the last name. (laughs) Asikoye. Asikoye, especially if I don't have it right in front of me. Uh, Brother Josek Asikoye uh, with uh, Jabali Africa. Welcome back to the Uncle Devin Show. Thank you, Devin, for having me. Now, I wanted you to come back today um, for several reasons. And, in fact, uh, you need to come closer to the mic. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, For several reasons. Uh, One is that um, Jabali Africa had the honor of being on Mr. Rogers' show back, I think it was in 1996. 1996, yes. And so I want you to first tell everybody a little bit about what is Jabali Africa and then talk about your experience being on uh, Mr. Rogers' show. Okay, Jabali Africa is a Kenyan group, the most toured Kenyan group internationally. And uh, it's a group that plays uh, world music. They call it world music here, uh, whereby we combine traditional African instruments with uh, some modern instruments. The same way we play the guitar Mm. and the drums. So we use the traditional African instruments to create music. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like uh, toured Europe, and then uh, we toured 30 cities of Europe and then crossed over to America in 96. Mm-hmm. And the first place we landed in was Pittsburgh. And when we landed in Pittsburgh, uh, we kind of did a few gigs in Pittsburgh. And then uh, we were actually filming a program called Black Horizon mm-hmm. that was hosted by our good friend of ours, Chris. I don't, I, I remember, I don't, I don't remember his last name, but mm-hmm. it was a very popular black show Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Rogers was actually filming also his show in the same studio. Okay. So when he had us playing on on, uh, the Black Horizon show, Mm -hmm. he was kind of like, we didn't know he was among (laughs) the audience that was in the studio. Right. So he said, I really like what you guys are doing. I want you guys to come to my show. Mm -hmm. So we didn't know who Mr. Rogers was Mm -hmm. until like... uh, when uh, we told some of our American friends that we were on Mr. Rogers, and they were like, whoa, do you know who Mr. Rogers is? Right. So everybody's like, I grew up on Mr. Rogers. I grew up on Mr. Rogers. So uh-huh. we just felt like, oh, it was a blessing. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it was a blessing in disguise right. in the sense that after that, we talked to the producers. They brought us on uh-huh. to film a show about helping. Mm-hmm. You can even, if you go on YouTube, you'll find the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, once we... Was, was called, the show was called Helping? Yeah, it was about okay. helping. You okay. know, Mr. Okay. Rogers always had themes yes. of his, on, his, on his shows. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when you we were guests on, when the show went on air, mm-hmm. that's where basically America mm-hmm. knew about us. Oh. So that's how special Mr. Rogers is. So what happened life. after... Uh, being uh, after the filming uh, in terms of your career here in the United States? After the filming, I think uh, the agent who books us in colleges was watching the show mm-hmm. with his daughter. Okay. So, and he said, wow, these guys, I love these guys. They're cool guys. Mm-hmm. I want to book them. Okay. So he calls the studio and then the studio calls us. Mm-hmm. And wow. then that's how our connection started. Now, going back to Kenya, mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't want you to over, I mean, under sell how big you all were in Kenya before you left there and then started traveling in Europe. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about, you know, I know you all played almost everywhere and were yes. part of an almost mm-hmm. national acts in, in, the, in the country. Yes. Uh, in Kenya, we were a big act in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of like won a national talent search. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, apart from that, we were a very popular band mm-hmm. within, uh, we were a very popular band in Kenya. Mm-hmm. In the sense that uh, we kind of like reintroduced the traditional 
vibe mm -hmm. in the music because uh, there was a lot of uh, pop influence at that time in the scene. Okay. So when we so came that, that's in, everywhere, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's okay. everywhere. Uh -huh. So and uh, we just started like attracting a lot of traction, and then African Heritage mm -hmm. is a big uh, art gallery. He was doing a tour of Europe, mm -hmm. so and uh, he just uh, approached us to do a tour with them. Okay. So we did. Uh, we were doing a lot of international tours and coming back to Kenya. Mm. And then we decided to come to America, which is the biggest music market. Yes. And that's how our connection with Mr. Wow. Rogers again came through. Wow. Uh, again, mm. this is Uncle Devin's show on WOL 1450 AM. If you want to join the conversation now or even later on when we have our other guests come on, uh, you can reach us at 1-800-450-7876. That's uh, 1-800-450-7876. Um, and my sister is on uh, YouTube and she's watching and she says, can, uh, 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 can you, they look at the Mr. Rogers video on YouTube? And I, I know the answer is yes. Cause I, I think I even put it on my page, but how can um, someone view that video with you? I uh, just go on YouTube and type in Mr. Rogers neighborhood and then Jabali Africa okay. or Jabali Africa on Mr. Rogers neighborhood. And Jabali is J A B I J A B A L I and then Africa with a K. Okay. J A B A L I then Africa. Africa with a K. Yeah, uh, yeah just go to YouTube and uh, type that in. It'll pop right up. What I love about the video was watching Mr. Rogers dance. Yeah. Uh, he, he, them, them little African rhythms started to get in there, and he can feel it. But he seemed to be – some people want to say that he was – Acting, but he was genuine. He had a genuine love. He was a he had a genuine love, mm -hmm. and why I say that is because my interaction, our interaction with him, mm -hmm. was we did like three takes oh, wow. of the show, okay. and every take was different from each other. Okay, so we were just having fun. We didn't yeah. know which one is going to go on air. <laughs> right. But uh, every now there's nothing we did the same, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. And uh, he was a genuinely, he was a gen, uh, he was a very gentle soul. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, He's somebody who really, whatever he, uh, when, when he looked at his show, mm -hmm. everything came from the mm -hmm. heart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that, that was something. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he almost, I think he went to every member of the band just to talk to them about what are you doing? What are you playing? And, yes. and, and he has an ability. And I, I went and saw um, It's a Beautiful Day in Your Neighborhood yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they talked about it, how he had the ability of always staying in the present. So that no matter who he's speaking with, yep. you knew he was speaking with you, and he wasn't just, um, you know, just just trying to get to the next scene or anything like that. So that's very right. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was that was, and to see him dancing, it was it was hilarious. It was great. So yeah, you can go to the YouTube page. Um, matter of fact, J Jabali Africa has a YouTube page too. Yes, right? we do have a YouTube. What's your? Page. How, uh, is it just just Jabali Africa? Okay, Jabali mm -hmm. Africa. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. and he's some wonderful videos I saw. Mm -hmm. um, I was looking uh, uh, not too long ago, and um, uh, I mean, just I, 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 I said I was going to talk to you a lot of times about your videos because they mm -hmm. seem like they're videoed almost around the world. Yes, we have a we have a audience all over the world because mm -hmm. we've been touring all over the world, mm -hmm. and also we've been privileged to do some uh, national events mm -hmm. and international events. Mm -hmm. We we represented the country at the World Cup cricket. Mm -hmm. wow. That was in St. Lucia. Oh, yeah, that's we huge. We were part of the Olympics opening ceremonies, the Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City. What year was that? That was uh, that was when it was in America. In America? Oh, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. you said so. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. wow. Okay. So, and uh, apart from that, also through our interactions, we've been uh, playing with different musicians. Mm -hmm. We did uh, the Hot Festival. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, just the usual grind of, right. of music. You see, yes. Also mm-hmm. getting, uh, also getting to know somebody like Devin, <laughs> Uncle Devin, <laughs> who my son loved, and then uh, yeah. I'm glad. You see, sometimes God walks in mysterious That's ways. That's right, all the time. Know? I mean, and yeah, it's funny because so. we both live in D.C., but the mm-hmm. last time we saw each other was in Austin, Texas, at yep. the um, South by Southwest, South by Southwest mm-hmm. conference, and so I got a chance to come and check you out. You were performing with some. I don't know if they were local yeah. artists. Uh, or? There were. It's a group called Simbi. It's from Uganda. Yes, and I helped like in part of their production. Uh huh. So I helped in some of their productions. So when you went to South by Southwest, I just went to help them out with the performance. Oh, and that, and that was so much fun. And then you know, and and that was my first experience at the South by Southwest conference. Um, and I was honored to be among one of the first um, artists to perform at a children's event sponsored by South by Southwest. Um, they've had uh, people have done events around it, but it hadn't yes, been officially. Yes, never been our kids, and that was that was so, special too. Yeah, and to I be think, a part of that, it was mm-hmm. great. I want to give a shout out to my man Saul Paul out of um, Austin, Texas, for who who cur- curated that uh, that whole event. Now, w- in a moment, I know you have a new CD coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about that, and then on the other side of the break, I want to talk about. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about Mr. Rogers. I want to give a little critique about what I saw with the movie. And I know you saw the documentary mm-hmm. on, on Mr. Rogers. And, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, the person that he was, the, the, the pro- what we actually saw, and, um, and why it was really important, you know, for him to do what he did. So we're going to mm-hmm. do that right on the other side of the break. Again, let me remind you that you're listening to Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Uncle Devin or on our Facebook page, Uncle Devin Show. Uh, you can also uh, go to theuncledevinshow.com, which is an interactive musical experience for children that uses drums and percussion to cultivate their minds, sort of a dynamic cross between DC's Trouble Funk and Schoolhouse Rock. So we're going to talk a little bit about all of that. Again, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. I am Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. I'm not just a drummer. I'm not just a percussionist. I'm a drum cushionist. And I'm also sitting by probably someone that I need to take some lessons from, uh, my no, brother. Jub- <laughs> no, I need to take lessons from you. <laughs> no, from Jabali, Africa. Uh, brother Josek is here with us. And, um, and let me also, before I go any further, uh, send a shout out to my brother whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, Jay. And... Your wedding anniversary. So I want to say uh, happy anniversary um, uh, to you and my, my lovely, lovely sister-in-law, Zita. Thank you all. Um, I hope to see you all soon, and I wish you many, many more. Uh, but we're here today. Uh, again, if you're just tuning in, this is the Uncle Devin Show, where we focus on the importance that music and art plays on a child's development. We bring to you artists who are dedicated to children's music or who have some relationship to it because there are many there, many times in our community uh, there are no venues for it, and we're changing that. So this show is also brought to you by I Am We Nation, uh, the first 24-7 online children's music radio station with an urban twist. You can go to IamWeNation.com right now, and you can listen to the best, the brightest uh, artists that are out there. In fact, 
we have to add now some of your new music on there. So talk a little bit about your new CD. Okay, the new CD is uh, called Hesabu Mojambili. Hesabu means in Swahili, count one, two, three. Mm-hmm. We have a song called Hesabu that uh, when we did our tour for the elementary, middle school, and high schools, mm-hmm. uh, we had kids singing the song. And uh, we decided to name the album after that song. Oh, wow. So, and uh, it was translated in many languages. When you were on the West Coast, mm-hmm. most of the kids speak Spanish. Right. So kids would come out and uh, they'll say, I speak a different language. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it's about just counting one to ten. Oh, okay. So it's in Swahili and Spanish, and then we get to a school, and then they tell us, oh, I can do it in French. So, okay. Right. Yeah. So let me make sure. I, I, I think I can count to five in Swahili. So yeah. you got um, Moja, mm-hmm. um, Bili, yeah. Tatu, uh-huh. Ine, uh-huh. and Tato. Tano. Tano. Yes, yes right. <laughs> That's very right. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I have a song. One of my songs on my CD is Count Our Numbers. And so okay. I count to five in uh, English, Spanish, Swahili, wow. and, and in Mandarin. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I haven't tried the Mandarin, but uh, uh-huh. I guess... Uh, we are on the same octave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so the album is a 12-track album, uh-huh. and uh, we have the song, the version uh, that we sang on Mr. Rogers, the song Tree, oh, Tree, Tree. Yes. So we did it in Swahili okay. and uh, English. Okay. So the song, that version of Tree, 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 the song that we sang on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood uh-huh. show, was the one we got a lot of rave reviews. Yeah. And people were just saying they loved the version. Okay. So we redid that on the album. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so mm-hmm. is it the full Jabali Africa band that's yes, performing? Yes, okay. the full Jabali Africa wow. band on it. And uh, it's basically dedicated to, to Fred Rogers. Because oh, we felt wow. like uh, we should also do something, you know, mm-hmm. for somebody who's done so much for, our, for the development of our kids. And apart Absolutely. from that, also, just... Um, uh, what he did to uh, to our career in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Because after the show, that's when we went on the show, that's what gave us a limelight yes. nationally in the U.S. And if you're following us on Facebook, uh, you can, and we were actually videotaping live, um, my wife has posted up the link uh, to where you can get their CD. And, and in fact, as we talk throughout the rest of the show, um, we're going to be posting up different uh, websites that we may talk about and you can check us out there if you want to join the conversation you can give us a call at 1-800-450-7876 that's 1-800-450-7876 so let's talk a little bit about mr rogers i, I saw um it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood yesterday and mm-hmm. to be honest i thought it was going to be something different than what i saw but it was a great movie i don't want to take away from it mm-hmm. but i was thinking more it was going to be more of a documentary about mr rogers whereas it really centered around the person that wrote an esquire magazine article about mr rogers and his encounter with him and how mr rogers changed his life mm-hmm. just being who he was and it, it taught it taught us a lot about um the simplicity that he was just a very Yep, Mr. was a very simple guy, yeah. and uh, from just our interaction and just talking to him mm-hmm. on the set, uh, I came to understand that he was also a Presbyterian minister. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. And he said and, it, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think uh, from that background, mm-hmm. he was more of a teacher and he will also listen. Right. He was ordained, actually, mm-hmm. as a ch- children's minister, I believe. or, yeah. or And so, and he just took that to a whole other level. And he also said that, that, but in his show, he never wanted to be outrightly 
uh, you know, speaking about his specific religion, mm-hmm. he just talked about love. Yes. He just talked about mm-hmm. those universal principles that connected no matter what your background of faith is. True. And uh, even as I told you before, the show that we did was about helping. Yes. So, and yeah. uh, you'll see like, uh, he, was, he will do it like, we were helping him understand an instrument, mm-hmm. and then through that, we are helping others. Yes. So that was basically his principle. And, you know, and, and I think there's something, you know, there, there's an old saying that we're once an adult and twice a child, uh, meaning that, we, you know, we start off when we're younger and we get older, we start, you know, going back. To going back. But there's a child in all of us that I believe that is there intentionally for us to connect with, because we adults sometimes make life a little too complicated. Yep. We don't see the simple things. Even uh, when you want to learn something. Yes. When you are, when you are, in a, are not in a, when you're adults. Mm hmm. We are very careful mm-hmm. and cautious to make mistakes. Yes. Let's say when a child wants to learn a new language, mm-hmm. a child is never afraid to make mistakes. Exactly. We'll just say, oh, da, 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 da. Right. and we'll be making fun of that. Right. And that's why it's very hard for adults to learn something. It's easier for a child to learn something. Yeah than an, an adult because when you're an adult you're yeah. always careful to make to, mistakes and see and a good friend told me years ago and I never forgot it that the only people that don't make mistakes are people who don't do anything yep <laughs> <laughs> so if you're going to if you're going to be if you're going to do anything in life you got to you know, perfection, we should seek perfection, but if we make a mistake, we shouldn't, you know, penalize ourselves you know, it's just part of life, it's part yep. of learning mm-hmm. um, now you know, we come from we come from perfection mm-hmm. to imperfection, yes. and then the journey back to perfection. That's where right. the hardest part is. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, talk about the documentary that you saw with uh, of Mr. Rogers, and I, I, I should have seen it by now. I know in, in the circles that, I, that, that, that we both are in um, that a lot of artists have, have checked it out. But what did you think about that documentary? I'm, I'm going to see if I can pull up the name of it so that we yeah. can uh, make that available to everyone. Uh, I think will uh, will you be my neighbor? Something like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was a good documentary. Mm-hmm. I think it uh, talked about his life mm-hmm. and uh, just knowing his background and what he became mm-hmm. was uh, very interesting to me mm-hmm. and very uplifting. Right. You know. And uh, one thing is like uh, there's so much to learn from the life of Mr. Rogers, and you could tell. Mm-hmm. Basically, what you from his just from his TV show, mm-hmm. it was basically who he was. Okay, it was not very far away. You know, sometimes when you're doing a show, mm-hmm. sometimes there's you bring in a persona sometimes that is not you. Yeah, that's but, right. But in the Mr. Rogers situation, it was basically his life. We could see him even when he presented anything. That mm-hmm. was who he was. You know, and everyone has their own way of approaching art, and so some people have gimmicks, and some people mm-hmm. have, and that's okay. And this is nothing. You know, some people. People will wear a certain outfit yep. or will talk a certain way. <laughs> but he was the way he was on and off yes. stage. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, and I think that's the, I mean, from your, even after the show, when the show was over, did you all get a chance to spend much time with them? Yes. We oh. spent, uh, even the day we did Black Horizons, we sat and spoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, even after the show, we hung out. You oh, know? okay. Yeah, yeah, we hung out for a while before we left. And uh, he was just gentle like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the only shocking thing is, like, he never, we never knew who he was okay, until right. the show went on air. Right. So right. even when I talked to my American friends, they were yeah. like, I grew up on Mr. Rogers, I grew up on Mr. Rogers, I grew up on Mr. Rogers. Right. So we didn't know the impact until after the fact. Right. And Absolutely. that impact after today is still like, it's still like following us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you're right. The documentary is called Won't You Be My Neighbor? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, I don't know. It looks like you might be able to just watch it online now. But uh, the, well, there's a trailer for it. But if not, mm-hmm. um, it's it's, a, it's it, I think it it'll be important. You know. Now the question is: Has there been anything similar to that since? The Mr. Rogers Show, and in particularly, I'm always focusing in on the on on, on the African community, the Black community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my goals is to push the whole concept of children's music because, for some reason, um, we seem to have left the concept of children entertainment in the hands of others yes. and that's why i'm so glad to know that long before i even thought about it you and, and jabali africa had, were already moving in that direction what has been your experience with people um being receptive to um you and and, and the music that you all do for for children uh i'll say first of all uh when i was doing the the children's tour i was like okay how am i gonna mm-hmm. How am I going to do this? Right. It's not something I was used to doing. Right. But when we did it, it it changed our lives. Okay. The innocence of kids. You actually I thought I was going to be teaching them, but actually I learned a lot also Absolutely. from their energy. Absolutely. And uh, from that, I realized how important it is to basically teach. Mm-hmm. If I'm not teaching, to like yep. just explain some things. Right. Because from that innocence mm-hmm. or from that age, mm-hmm. That is where it basically, when from from your age one to yeah, five, yeah. decides usually what you're gonna become. That's right. I mean, eighty you know? percent of our brain activity develops between that time period. Yes. Yeah. So, and I knew how crucial that age uh, mm-hmm. age bracket is. Mm-hmm. And just to have a situation like uh, I say, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was in a school in California, mm-hmm. and uh, when I did a performance, there was a kid that was this kid always has a lot of high energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the teachers thus were surprised because usually in, in the course of my show, mm-hmm. I pick up some of the kids to come and play with me. Mm-hmm. So I picked up this kid who mm-hmm. usually they've never seen. They always look at him like he's the kid that is always when pe- others are going this way, the other he's going right, the other way. Right. But when he got on the drum, this kid was going. <laughs> and uh, the teachers came and told me, thank you for picking up that kid. I wow. didn't even know, but uh, they realized... There's something about him right. that they've never known. I'm going to ask you to hold tight for a minute. Now, mm-hmm. we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I want you to stay with me as okay. we interview Miss Marilyn McCoo and Mr. Billy Davis Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. coming up, and then we're going to continue to talk a little bit more right. about what That's you do. Awesome. You're listening mm-hmm. to the Uncle Devin Show on WOL. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everywhere you are, via our mobile app. Here's the latest. And welcome back. Uh, you're listening to Uncle Devin's show on WOL 1450 AM. Uh, here on the listener dial, we're going to be joined shortly by phone uh, by Miss Marilyn McCoo and also uh, Mr. Billy Davis Jr., uh, they should be calling in in just a moment now. But uh, right now in studio, I have good friend Josek Osekoye uh, here of Jabali, Africa, and who was once uh, on the uh, Mr. Rogers um, show. Now, I, I, I interrupted you earlier. and You were just talking about the impact that, that just playing with children and music mm-hmm. uh, in schools and the impact that, that it has. Um, in terms of, um, you know, moving in this particular direction. So right now, you're full, you, are you a full-time children's artist now, would you say? Or do you all kind was, of mix a little, little bit I, both? I mix it a, lo- a little bit, but uh, that was specifically, uh, I realized basically the drive of doing this kids thing was like the impact I saw, whereby mm-hmm. 
And then I went back to Kenya and realized our kids are being raised by the pop music scene a lot. Mm-hmm. So, and I felt like uh, we, well, the story, even the stories that I'm, the, the, the stories that I'm telling through the music that I'm playing right mm-hmm. now, right, is the stories that I was told by my elders. Oh, so, so it's passing it down. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. I realized we have to pass it down to these kids, right? Because now there's this thing like uh, we have the whole country mm-hmm. is going crazy about like uh, some content that the kids are being exposed to. Right. You know? Right. And uh, I feel like it's not, we cannot blame the community mm-hmm. if we're not, do, if we're not yeah, doing yeah, our absolutely. role. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I realize yep. with these stories, our uncles had roles to play in our lives. Our grandmothers mm-hmm. had, had, had roles to play in our lives. Right. But now when everybody's busy working and forgetting about these things, uh-huh. it's uh, basically uh, making our kids end up to end up consuming things they're not supposed to be consuming. Right. Well, and that, that's the part of it. it, it you know, uh, we've dealt with shows, and, and the thing is, we're not going to be able to insulate our children from things that they're not supposed to see, but it's about music literacy, making them aware of what is positive, what is not positive, but if we don't even offer yes. an alternative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and how many times, and I'm sure it's happened to you where we've been performing somewhere, and there's a DJ playing, at a children's event, mm-hmm. and 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 the only music that they're playing is music that really is not appropriate for children. Exactly. You mm-hmm. know, we was at one party, and you know, the DJ, you know, play, started to play some music about you know, uh, shake your money maker mm-hmm. about James Brown. You know, some old school music. And I'm like, why is that being played at a children's event? Yep. You know, but mm-hmm. I'm not criticizing the the artist. I mean, the 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 the, the DJ only because they don't know. But it's awareness. You it's see, aware- we have, absolutely. We have to be aware where we. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, our kids, the best, the, our the kids live from the example that we set up. Absolutely, you know. And uh, well, as, as you said, we have to give them also the alternative. Absolutely. Though I don't have a problem with artists being what they want to be. Right. But also, we also have to give them alternatives, like right. uh, know when to do what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And again, you're listening to Uncle Devin's show here on WOL, uh, fourteen fifty AM. We're waiting for. Um, uh, they're there now? Okay. Uh, we have on the phone lines now. Okay. I am honored to have with us um, multi-Grammy, seven-time Grammy Award winners. Uh, I think they've won every award that you can possibly <laughs> think of, and then some. I am honored to have on the Uncle Devin Show the one and only Miss Marilyn McCoo and Mr. Billy Davis Jr. Welcome to the Uncle Devin Show. Well, thank you, Uncle Devin. How are you? <laughs> You're doing that, well. That, How about yourself? That, that was- that was a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the least Thank I, you so much. Yeah, it's the least that I can do, and um, I'm honored to have you uh, on the show for a number of reasons. Um, one, we're going to talk a little bit about your your overall career, but I don't know if you heard about what you know the, the purpose of this show is. But it's to it's the first time in Radio One's history that we have a show dedicated to the importance that music plays in a child's development. And, oh, that's very important. important. Yeah. And yeah. and really trying to eradicate what I call music adultification. That's where we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of age appropriate uh, music that can help in their development. So when when I saw that you all were on the Mister Rogers uh, tribute CD, I wanted to make sure we had you on. But even before we get into that, let's just talk about your career. First of all, one of my um, get, uh, listeners online wanted to know when are you. Uh, coming to the uh, East Coast to perform again. That's the first thing they wanted me to ask you. So let me ask you that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, w- w- what's your plans? Uh, w- what are y'all up to right now? 
Well, actually, we just left the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Which part of the East Coast yeah, is right. a big area? Yeah, that's right. Uh, to, I'm, I'm, I'll see if she can clarify, but uh, she says um, she wished she knew about this some, some time ago, but I don't know what part of the, the country, but I know you all have done a lot of touring, and, um, and and how, I mean, after 50-something years, I mean, are you still pinching yourself to say, wow, you know, you, you've been able to make a living doing something that you really love and that the world needs? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, Uncle Devin, that is really a true blessing mm-hmm. to be able to make a living off of off of the, the the things that you've always wanted to do in your life. Right. And uh, it's 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 uh, it's the greatest thing that could that can ever happen to a person is it's your passion. Yes. Your love, and 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 you get to make a living off of it. Wow. It's, it's just really beautiful. And you know, when you talk about blessing, mm-hmm. uh, we are so thankful that at this time in our lives. We can still hit those notes. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. That's another blessing. <laughs> That's right. We don't take nothing for Amen. granted. Right? You know, it's like, you know, yeah. we've been singing, like you said, over 50 years. Yeah. And and when we get out on stage and, and sometimes, you know, you get out there and say, okay, what do we got tonight? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and you, we're just really thankful to be able to hit those notes and, mm-hmm. and uh, not have to worry about whether you're going to blow it or the voice is going right. to crack. Right, right. The right. good Lord has truly blessed us with, yeah, right. with our health. And, and strength. Yeah. Well, I know that you all have a number of hits. Um, one, you know, we we can go through um, a, a, a number of them, but of course, one of your biggest hits, of course, was Aquarius. Let the sun shine in. Oh yeah, and, yeah, that was the biggest, really. Yeah. And I understand that that was inspired from a song that came that that came to you all as you saw a play or something to that extent. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yes, yes, that was a. Uh, you remember years ago there was a play called Hair. Yes. And it was a major production on Broadway, and everybody was trying to get in to see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just happened to be appearing at uh, a nightclub there at, at a hotel in, in New York. And uh, it's, it's a long story. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get into it. But, but well, anyway, you can tell it quickly, baby. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I lost my wallet in the cab. Oh. And, and the guy gets in and finds it. And and he and he calls me later on. I, I told Marilyn, I said, "Baby, I lost my wallet." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, "Oh, you ain't gonna never find it. You're in New York now, you know." <laughs> so, uh, I was very sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> so about an hour later, I get this call, and the guy says, oh, "Well, just this Billy Davis Jr." I said, "Yes." He said, "Well, I got your wallet." I said, "Wow, great, great." So I I went over to his house and I offered him some money. He wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then I offered him to come to our show. Him and his wife. Uh huh. And they came to see us perform, and after the performance, he said, oh, Billy, he said, man, you guys are really wonderful. Mm-hmm. He said, I'd like to invite you to see our show. And we come and say, what show you got? Uh-huh. He said, he was one of the producers of Hair. Oh, wow. <laughs> he found my wallet, and everybody's been trying to get in to see us. Uh, See hair, see right. hair. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't need to talk about all that. Don't oh, forget, we oh, got kids on the program. Oh, oh yeah, right, 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 right. Well, well, it was the first program where everybody was getting nude. You know? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, right. So, so, so we, we, he got us in to see it, and we, we saw this kid, Riley Dyson, okay, singing Aquarius. Wow. And he had a beautiful voice. Okay. And uh, right then we knew that hey, we have to do this song. That's that's us. Okay. Yeah. And and our producer. Uh, came up with the idea of putting Let the Sun Shine in together with it. Was, and, was that Don uh, Davis? No, actually, no. that was Bones Howe. Bones Howe, Bones Howe. okay, Bones Howe, okay. Bones okay. Howe, he was, he was producing, he produced all of our hits, all okay. the group hits. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up with a super, super hit. 
mm-hmm. with, with that uh, with that whole concept, you know. Now, and I, I've, and I'm not not to belabor the point about the song, but I know dealing with astrology, um, there were many astrologers was talking about how, if from from a long make a long story short, the transition of the celestial bodies were going to this from out of Pisces into Aquarius. Is that where <laughs> that had any had anything to do with that, or why Aquarius? Why not the you know dawn of, the, of of Cancer or of Leo or something like that? Why why Aquarius by any chance? Just just my own personal. Well, well you know, we were just into the song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we didn't have we had no idea about the signs uh-huh. or anything because the only sign we were looking for was a neon sign, <laughs> which, which had our names on it. That's right. <laughs> Get into the light. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I love that song, and um, and I know that um, and I, I mentioned Don Day, uh, Don Davis. Now, what what role did he play with with the group? Because I remember reading something about um, a connection that he had with with, uh, with I think with Fifth Dimension. Don Davis was the producer who brought "You Don't Have to Be a Star" oh. to be in my show to Billy and me. Okay, right? and he produced that on us. As a duet. Okay. Right. Wow. So he was very important in our career. Right. Okay. Yeah. That was th- after we had left the group. Okay. So that was after you. So talk even a little bit about that transition. Now, how long were you actually, what was Fifth Dimension, uh, were you all with Fifth Dimension before you decided to go out uh, solo? Oh, yeah. We were with with the group for 10 years. Okay. Absolutely. Um, wonderful yeah. hits. Um uh, what was uh oh? What was the song? Uh, uh, the wedding bell blues. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now uh-huh. I, I have to ask this. Now, were you all just friends at the time you wrote that song? Were you all courting, or were you all married at the time that song was? was no, we were friends. We were well, friends? actually, I wish we had written that song. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when you we sung did, the song. A young woman by the name of Laura Nero. Oh, yes, I was about to ask song. you about her. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she and uh, Bones again. Bones Howe brought that song to us, Okay. brought it to me to sing it to Billy, because Billy and I were going together at the time. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. All right, so did you feel any pressure after that, uh, Mr. Davis? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just <laughs> fell on my knees. Great. No, no, no it, 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 was, it was great. I thought it was a great novelty thing, you okay. know. But uh, I didn't know it was going to create all of this stuff, you know. You know <laughs> do you know, Devin, that song has followed us for 50 years. That's I've, right. I've yeah. met more bills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, and my sister just uh, texted me and reminded me uh, that I have a cousin um, who was a, a musician for the for, for the production of Hair uh, mm. back at the time. And, and lived. In, I think uh, currently lives in, uh, well, well, traveled to Europe and uh, never uh, made it back to the, uh, to the USA because it's loving up over in Europe. So there's that connection that's there. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, yeah. It right, is a, right, it's a right. small world, isn't it? It really yeah. is. It, it absolutely is. And and you had mentioned um, Laura uh, Nero, who, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just as I started doing research about the two of you all, I really got reminded about, you know, an important role that she played. And I believe she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, yes, I yes, believe so. Yes. Yeah. Right, and right. so, um, so outside of that one particular song, I believe she's done a lot of work for uh, Fifth Dimension at one point. Is that correct? Well, we, we, we recorded a lot of her songs. Okay. She wrote yeah. she wrote our first, um, seller, one of our uh, first million-selling songs, um, Stone Soul Picnic. Stone Soul Picnic. Oh, okay, yes, yes, mm-hmm. okay. And she, did, she did Sweet Blindness, uh, Save the Country. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Wedding Bell Blues Wedding was another million-seller for her. Yeah. Wedding Bell Blues, okay. And, yeah. um, Stony Inn. Oh, Stony Inn, okay. 
Yeah. Well, actually, that, we didn't. We, did, we didn't do that, Stoney that was and. Yeah, yeah, she did that. Florence was going to do that song, yeah. and then Streisand came out with a version of it, mm-hmm. and then we said, okay, well, she got it. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, and and going back of um, the person that asked about when you all were coming back to the East Coast uh, was specifically talking about the Washington D.C. area because she says that she oh. traveled all the way to Boston to see you all. Wow. Oh, wow! <laughs> How yes. sweet. Really? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, we were just we were, we were just, just in uh, a, a little. T- area outside of Boston called Lynn, Massachusetts. Lynn, Massachusetts. But we right before then we were at the Big E. Right, in, in, in Springfield, Massachusetts. Springfield, Massachusetts for yeah, we spent days. a little time right. in Massachusetts this past summer. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, well, we ho- we would love to come to Washington, yeah. D.C. Oh, yeah. again, and yeah. we hope we will soon. Yeah, well, if you do, let us know, um, and uh, we would love to announce it here on the show. Okay, and, well, we sure will. Um, that sounds like sure. a plan. And, yeah. and, and, and the one thing about it, even your music back then, um, even if it may not, you know, may have been directly toward children, it was still appropriate because you all spoke about wholesome things. You all spoke mm-hmm. about beautiful things, and and of course, you know this is no condemnation on on the entire uh, on an entire generation. But what our children are being exposed to right now is, um, you know, we it's, really have to do uh, uh, be yeah. more deliberate about well, what we expose yeah. our children to. Right. Well, you know, right. Devin, that's one of the reasons why we chose the song "Let's Be Together" today. The song mm-hmm. that's on the yes. uh, Mister Rogers project. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we wanted, we like that song. We like the idea. It's about it's about friendship, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we know that children have seen so much uh, divorce and yes. splitting up and separation yeah. in their fam- in yeah. their lives, mm-hmm. and we wanted to show them that there are people who are married yes. who can be friends and can get along. Yes, absolutely, very important. I, I, I've seen it firsthand. My parents uh, are, have been married for fifty nine years. My oh, that's beautiful. Wow. My grandparents My married for sixty eight. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> But that's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. It is. That's unheard of today. It is. And and people need to see that example. Um, You know, the whole saying that if you do something good, no one remembers. But if you do something bad, no one forgets. Exactly right. That's true. Truer words. Yeah, we really need to change that. But I tell you what we're going to do. I have to take a quick break. Um, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about your participation on the Mr. Rogers Tribute CD. And let's talk a little bit about him. My guest in studio with me um, is a good friend um, Jab- from Jabali, Africa. We're going to talk. Uh, he was actually on the Mr. Rogers program back in 1996. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. Uh, just okay. a, a quick little break. Don't you go anywhere. You're listening to Uncle Devin's show here on WOL 1450 AM. And we're back. Uh, welcome back to Uncle Devin's show here on WOL, 1450 AM, where we uh, educate parents, teachers, and guardians about the importance that music plays in a child's development and what you can do to take back control of your children's music listening experience. On the phone lines, I'm honored to have the one and only, oh, not the two and only, I guess we could say, <laughs> Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the Mr. Rogers, or the Thank You, Mr. Rogers C, uh, tribute CD. How did you get to be a part of that, and and why was it important for you to be a part of it? Well, we were called by a young man by the name of Dennis Scott, who mm-hmm. who uh, who had the 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 concept and had produced it. <clears throat> he produced the last tribute that was mm-hmm. made to um, 
Mr. Rogers as well. Right. And uh, so we're we're not exactly clear about how he wanted why he wanted to call us and and mm-hmm. uh, ask us to be a part of it. But we love the idea. We love mm-hmm. the concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew, you know, Mr. Ro- we didn't know as much about him then as we have learned since mm-hmm. we got involved in the project. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's been such a an important um, part of our children's lives. Right. And we just thought, well, this is this is great. You know, this this sounds like a wonderful idea. It sounds like a wonderful thing to be involved mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, they gave us some songs to pick. Uh, from we heard let's be together today and we said that would we figured that that would be the song for us absolutely because yeah. uh, because of our togetherness uh, being married 50 years and, and just just going on mm-hmm. that that was perfect suit for us and right we thought that that would be something that meant meant something to the kids sure now have either one of you been involved in any type of children's entertainment programs before either like sesame street which is also celebrating 50 mm-hmm. years anniversary or the muppet show because i know sometimes they will have different stars have either one of you been involved in anything like that in the past i did a guest appearance on one right. on, on the program oh okay but i wasn't involved in you know over a period of time uh, which program was that that you were a guest on? uh sesame so on sesame street yes absolutely see those programs no, i'm sorry i think it was the I, I, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm not sure if it was the Muppets or Sesame Street, and I wasn't. And I, uh, yeah. the next interview I do, I will be totally clear on which. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's all right. Well, no, it's important because see, I, you know, and the one thing I liked about it, it was that even though they say it was for children, but it was family. I, and yeah. more adults watched the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed like than than children at the time, and and their, oh, their yeah. slapstick humor was 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 incredible. Now, uh-huh. you all have won seven Grammy awards uh, throughout yeah. your career um, and there is a category in the Grammys uh, that honors the best children's album um, one of my colleagues recently just got uh, the Alphabet Rockers were one uh, among others who were just nominated but one thing that I noticed is that in the uh, award shows that honor black artists whether it's Soul Train Awards, BT, uh, whether it's um, the in, in, so in the in, in NAACP Image Awards, there's not a category that honors uh, people who focus on children's music. And my artist, uh, I'm, I'm a full-time children's artist, but also my colleague here uh, is as well, uh, Brother Joe Sek from uh, Jabali, Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts about um, adding something like that? Do you think, it's, you think it's helpful as an artist? Do you think that other, more artists will consider focusing on children and family entertainment if there was some recognitions to to help you know help boost their career well tell you the truth i think so okay i think so because it's another it's another avenue right absolutely Absolutely. there's a lot of people who are interested in children who doesn't have that 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 platform to be able to do it absolutely and i think it would make artists much more aware of the um, need, mm-hmm. and it would make them ch- uh, put, pick their material perhaps a little uh, more carefully. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, may I share with you that w- one time we spoke at a high school, mm-hmm. and um, you know uh, we were selected because of our you know because of our our work and our, our being known. But you know the kids didn't really know us because right. we, you know they. It's been a while. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't know anything about us, and so we were talking and telling them a little bit about us, and then we told them that how long we had been married, mm-hmm. and that seemed to stop everything. Really? All yeah. of the questions wow. after that after that that were directed toward us 
were about our marriage. Oh, that is wonderful. Wow. Isn't that something? That yes. is. It is. I mean, because they need to hear that. They need to see that. Yes. Um, I mean, and, 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 and know that, you know, nothing is ever easy. I mean, and, you know, I, I, my wife and I got married three years ago, but we were friends for 20 years before we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, you but, know, you know, that, she, that is one of the secrets the to, friendship to was established. a successful yeah. relationship. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, and uh, uh, going back to what uh, uh, Devin just uh, talked about, uh, involving, like, I'm talking about the black community. Don't you think the imagery, uh, especially with Disney and all these uh all these companies that are centering to us children's entertainment, I feel like it's important to see characters that look like them, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, yeah. Because uh, what our kids consume, they consume uh, everything that every other kid consumes. Yes. So and yes. if, uh, if uh, black entertainment is not going to produce anything that has the imagery of our kids, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, we should encourage a lot of uh, especially black artists mm-hmm. or uh, the black entertainers to try and create some programs also that yes. are geared towards our kids. Because even if you look at BET mm-hmm. and all these other, uh, mm-hmm. all these uh, entertainment that is geared towards black folk, it has every version of every show that you see on this mainstream uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. But we never see anything that has imagery, especially with the kids' entertainment, Absolutely. as Devin said. Absolutely. So I just wanted to reiterate and just to add on to what Devin no, pre- said. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, because that's what we're really about, trying to encourage our community to truly embrace and put the resources um, with our children. So let me ask you this. as Growing up as a child, how important was music to, to both of you? Very important mm-hmm. uh, for me because I knew I wanted to sing when I was a kid in the kindergarten. Yes. You know, yes. I was singing then and, uh-huh. and uh, enjoying it. And the funny part about it is that I knew I could sing. <laughs> right. You know, that young. And, and I wanted to flaunt it, and I wanted to do it. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and like I said, thank God, here I am now, you know, still doing it. Right. That's great. In my family, uh, all of us studied um studied piano Mm, and um my parents uh belonged to an organization my parents were doctors and and there was an organization here in los angeles uh that they called the medical dental and pharmaceutical association and these were all professionals who would once a year put together an a a program to uh, entertain their their patients Mm-hmm. And then they would raise. They, they would take the money that was raised from the show, and it would go towards scholarships. Wow! And uh, on that program, my family, my whole family, sang together. Mm-hmm. My mother and father, and my sisters and brother and I, we all uh, performed <laughs> <laughs> right on, on those program on those programs, and uh, along with other doctors and dentists <laughs> and pharmacists and mm-hmm. their families. And so that was always a wonderful, again, image of, of togetherness in the family. No, right. Absolutely. And, I, you know, and, and that's what we talk. Sometimes maybe even calling it children's music is a disservice. It's really family music. That's really yeah, what, yeah, we, what we're talking right, about. Right, right. Um, and I love, uh, you know, uh, the, the work that you all did on uh, the song that you did on the, on, on the CD. And it was great. And it made me wonder. Hmm, I wonder if you all had to do a full children's album, album. Yep. <laughs> what would that sound like? What would you talk about? What do you think you would sing uh, in addition to, uh, or maybe the theme can be, you know, what you just came out with, with the Mr. Rogers, but what are some other topics you think you would like to share with children if you had to uh, sing a song to them? 
Mm-hmm. I, I think about. I think uh, definitely about friendship. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that things need to be discussed about uh, about uh, uh, about supporting your friends, especially you know, like they talk so much about bullying in yes. school. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that uh, it would be nice to have a song on the project that would that would uh, encourage kids to stand mm-hmm. up for their friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, when and, you think and, your friends being treated wrong, you ha- you should say something. I want. I think they need to learn how to stand up and speak up when they feel right. like something is wrong. Absolutely. And always let them know that things are not as they seem. Mm. You know, they're about illusions. You know, yes. there are so many things that you can that that that, that we can look at and mm. it, and it it, it it ends up being something else. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, so, absolutely. And to and to find a and to find a way mm-hmm. because I'm I'm so concerned about how children are taken advantage of today because oh. you know we're always we always think that grown-ups are going to take care of us. Well, yes. we don't. We know a little bit better now. That's right. But uh, I would love to to find a song that would that would say, you know, like Billy said, things aren't always as they appear. Right. But Absolutely. you say it in a in a gentle way. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. And you have to. Right. I mean, I'm. Uh, that that whole issue of you know how our children are being preyed upon. Um, oh, yes. Well, well, oh. well, to tell you the truth, I was just talking about that the other day. We're some of the main culprits. Yes. For for that reason, for you take the cereals and, yeah. and how much sugar they put in. Exactly. The just for exactly. the kids to love it. That's right. And the, and the vape and how they put different things in there for the, for them to get get addicted to it. Yes. You know, it's ridiculous. Absolutely, you know? it is. And again, you're listening to Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. And we talked about a number of different things, but uh, we know that you all are on the Thank You, Mr. Rogers Music and Memoirs of yes. Fred, Fred songs. And uh, we posted it up on our Facebook page. I don't know if you all have. Uh, I guess they can just any anyone can just Google it online and find it. But I know it's being sold pretty much on every platform out there. Right, where, yeah, wherever music right. is being sold, right, okay. it's and available. And the, and the songs are good. They've got good artists. Oh, on oh my goodness, yeah, Vanessa yeah. Vanessa Williams, I believe, was on there. Vanessa, um, yeah, yes, it was. Uh-huh. It's great. Uh-huh. And you know, you can hear their songs on I Am We Nation. We started our first, the the, the very first twenty four seven. Uh, a children's music radio station with an urban twist. Oh, and, that's great. And mm. so you can tune in now. You know, uh, you can listen to that at imwenation.com. But also, you all have a website. What's the best way for someone to follow you, follow you all? Uh, we're at Davis at AOL.com. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just... <laughs> 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 Hello. McCooDavis.com. <laughs> Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr.com. Okay. And, and WakeUpMarilyn.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, unfortunately, the time has run out on us. I want to just thank you all and say congratulations on a wonderful career for touching so many people. And um, if whenever you're in the D.C. area, look us up. We'll be glad to share more information about what you're doing we would we love sure to and thank Devin, you so much keep keep up to this beautiful work that you're doing this yes. is so awesome thank you very much yes indeed all right God bless you. life God is bless. a drum so all beat right. it